The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. What a fun show we have. Matt and I joke around good-naturedly. Uh, featherweight champion Max Holloway, a lovely guy, is here. And also, featherweight challenger, another lovely guy, Brian Ortega, calls in. Really good episode. And a Matt's Movie Minute. It was so much fun, Jimmy. I have nothing else to add. I'm done. Shaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Serra. Welcome. UFC Unfiltered. Uh, Matt Sarah just came here and threw something at Crystal Producer's face. I have to start. I'm coming in hot. Matt is coming in hot. Uh, Max Holloway is here. It's always weird, too, because some guys are just on-time guys. And Max, the applause for Max. Max and his guys were here before I got here. So it, it's, it's a natural instinct to walk in and panic and think I'm late. I'm sorry. You're not late. <laughs> I was on time. You were, per- you were actually early. But Max was very... How long were you here before I got here, Max? I am not sure how long it like five minutes. Probably like five minutes. It's all good. Dude, you can't keep the champ waiting. That's no, but, some bullshit. But then we have yeah, to. It is some I feel bullshit. awful. That's what I'm seeing. Then we have the to sit here and try not to talk about anything <laughs> fight related. It's hard yeah, to talk about. We can't, I sit down, Jimmy, ignoring my ass. I was like, okay, Jimmy. I can't Jimmy. give him shit. And for then that. he was eating his low sodium. I was being a good boy. Yes, I was. Max, look at him. Almonds in front of me. I was like, gosh, <laughs> this guy is something else. Uh, but I did say to Max, I apologize because it's like we talk a little bit, but you don't want to burn things before the air because yeah. like, you know he's just right. it'd be interesting. To always you have a great conversation, then you're on the air and you just stare at each other. You, you want to keep it fresh. About. You want to keep it fresh. I come in, I'm like a rude prick. I don't talk to anybody. These guys, especially no. that motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> I'm only kidding, Chris. Yeah, but Matt won't talk about any fights at all. No. And, and if you mention anything fight related, like anything, like I saw Dana. Save it for the air. Matt likes it to be on the air. <laughs> Who's that? That was you. What get voice mad. is that? That was you. That's my Matt Sarah person. Say Jimmy the way I say Jimmy. Jimmy. All right. All right. But yeah. I'm so happy that we have the champ here. How long have you been in New York? Uh, we've been here for just a day. Just a day. We got in at uh, not even a full day yet. We got in last night around like five o'clock, right? Five o'clock and uh, that we we did two flights. That flights took it out of me, man. I was tired. Wait, a connecting flight from where? Uh, AZ Arizona. Okay. And then uh, then it didn't help that the someone some kid or somebody pulled the fire alarm like three times last night at our hotel. So it was like ringing. Like what, what time was it? Two o'clock in the morning. That's ridiculous. That sucks, man. So wait, they fly you now. This is the, the this is the champ. You you fly from Arizona on a connecting flight to New York, and then they have you going back out to Vegas when? Uh, we go back out to Vegas tomorrow morning. Okay, so that's, that's, that's a lot of flying. Yeah, so, hey, 
this is a champ, you know, this is what you got to do. This is the kind of stuff you got to do. Everybody was like, I want to be famous. I want to be a champ. And I want to get more fans. And I want to get more endorsements. Well, look, look, this is what you guys got to do. You got to be man. out there doing press. You yeah, a lot of guys do don't want to do press. You're right. <coughs> but in fairness, I forgot. I'm so stupid. I'm thinking that the fight is this Saturday. It's a week from. Yeah, you got Okay, yeah. so you, you have time. They're okay doing Next that. Next week. But yeah, a lot of guys, you're right, don't want to do. How many guys would try to get on the phone? They blow off the fucking phone call. It's like, what do you think? People just know who you are. You got to call up and talk and <laughs> make people invested in you. Yeah, for sure. I that, that a lot of people want it, and then when when they when they have uh, when the opportunity presents itself, they're like, oh, I'll pass on it. You know, you gotta be like that. You gotta be like that 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 kid in New York on the on the on the side selling his mixtape, giving handing his mixtapes out. You know, you gotta keep on doing it until you get to that level where. Now people want to hear you, so now they want to buy your stuff. So. But you can't, the mixtapes, sorry, Matt, the mixtapes that like, guys hand out where they want to sign them for you, yeah. those guys are ripping you off. Don't, don't sign that shit. Don't yeah, stop yeah, for those mixtapes. They actually, yeah, they, yeah, I heard, they asked for like $5 after, yeah, that, sh- that shit ain't second, happening. Take yeah, it back. Fuck that. The second you sign it, it, it it's done. Then <laughs> no, they walk over to the go, hey, what's your name? And you go, uh, Max. And they go, uh, oh, here, Max. And they autograph it and they hand it to you. And they're like, well, I signed it. Now. Like, like all of a sudden, you're obligated to make a purchase. Yeah, yeah. Also, it, um, in Times Square, don't, it's not like Disneyland. Don't take pictures with those motherfuckers in the Spider-Man outfits <laughs> and shit. They're fucking assholes. Right or wrong? Why they are you can, doing I mean, this? Like, they I got coffee be, on yeah. my face? Yeah. No, no, no. I just, no I you're doing face. one of these. Like, you're fucking making beer. Uh, he, likes, he likes to look thoughtful. He strokes yeah. beer. But yeah, they are, those guys are not... Uh, those Total are not assholes. They are dicks. Just, just douchebags in costumes. It's yeah. not like they have to go through a routine to... Uh, in Disney, they have to go through a whole process. That what are we getting at? I don't know. I think we're talking about the the, the foibles of New York. Fuck. One of the things is like they those guys know who they can ask questions to. Like they're not going to stop you, Matt. Uh, and yeah. Matt, you look like you don't fucking tolerate any bullshit. They're probably not going to demand money out of you. A guy who looks like me, if I was pushing a stroller, <laughs> they'd probably have oh, yeah. three hundred dollars. They're grabbing him, <laughs> taking a picture, and without demanding and not even giving me a CD. I'm just handing them my money. <laughs> Good luck with your career, sir. Uh, but yeah, I think that those guys know who they can ask because there's like five of them and they surround you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I've had them try to guilt me. I'm walking by the guy puts his hand out and I'm like no 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 and he goes oh you don't want to shake hands with a black guy like they, then you gotta wow. stop and go no I'm not a racist and then by that you got a CD in your hand wow <laughs> Max got his antennas up though I, I don't think he's falling for he doesn't need these tips no but you people he's not help, green to this shit but he's a nice guy and some, he, he's just being a nice guy he sometimes nice guy. he's polite he's a champ so someone goes to shake his hand you, you're gonna, you're gonna say so, so mature like, you hey, the fist bump? yeah I don't know where your hand being I'm so <laughs> with me, you're right. I mean, you do, you do know where it's been. It's exactly where you think. It's exactly where it's been. And we'll be again soon. I am so impressed with how he handles himself, not only in the cage, but just his maturity, man. How he, mature he is. Well, I'm still waiting to mature. You know, he's 26. Look the way he walks around from handling these, these uh, interviews, just the way he handles himself. I know it is what it is, but I'm just saying, where do you get this from? Who do you give this? Who do you give credit to right. for? Ah, you know my you handle yourself. My parents, you know my yeah. uh, my my mom, my my uh, my grandpa when he was alive, and my grandma. You know they. Uh, I I got a great backing, man. I got a great backing. And I got some of the best coaches in the world too. You know they. Uh, a lot of a lot of people I deal with always t- tell me, you know, put the put those guys in your uh, put yourself in their shoes. You know, you don't know what was going to in in their day and stuff so it's like it's like uh it's like that waiter story you know like you know every time someone gets a shitty waiter why are you gonna be an ass to a waiter i give the biggest tip to a shitty waiter I'm oh like, yeah hey, yeah change your day you know what i mean Chad, you don't know what they're going through you know what i mean you, oh, I, I don't i don't know it. what they're going through that day you know what i mean so you bless them and maybe maybe the next time they, they're having a bad day they'll be like you know what 
maybe my day can turn around. So. Either that or maybe they're a shitty waiter because someone gave him a big tip so they don't have to yeah, work for the rest oh, of the yeah. day. <laughs> oh, I true. can be that guy. I can be that. I'm sorry, guys, for doing that. What if you're having a bad day? What is... Why do you got to be the hero? Why doesn't the waiter be the hero? If I was having a bad day, the waiter's so nice, I'd be like, you know what? I'm in a better mood now because of that waiter. waiter yeah. The waiter should be the hero. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. I get a shitty waiter. They ain't getting a tip. <laughs> but listen, I should be more like you, though. Yeah. That's <laughs> He gives off such good energy. Yeah. Me, I would just be like, really? It goes your tip, motherfucker. You know, I didn't come here. I'm not here at the IHOP for me to get some. I want some turkey. Hey, bacon. hey, I, you what? gotta correct yourself. It's IHOP now. IHOP, yes, the P. <laughs> what is it? it? IHOP. They now. changed the P to what a B. What the fuck is IHOP? It's, it's, uh, Are you fucking around? It, no, it's IHOP. Maybe in Hawaii. No, no it's here. everywhere. IHOP. IHOP. I have an IHOP right next to my school yes. in Long Island. Yes. I just loved it. Yeah. Right yes. What are you talking about? IHOP. What it's is called, IHOP? It's called international. This whatever. Is breaking news. IHO burgers now. Yeah, international burgers. Yes. What? He's right. Yeah, it's not Wait, pancakes anymore. They changed it. I guess people we have enough so- burger joints. I Guys, know. do you hear this? Did it, does anybody give a fuck? Like, it's breaking news. <laughs> this is huge. Chris, the producer, do you know about this? I, I did know about this. Why yes. did you tell me about this? I thought he tried I mentioned to. It to you. Yeah. you told him don't talk before the show. <laughs> I don't want to go to IHOP. No. That's fine. You've got to wait. They'll change it back a bit. Who the fuck wants to go to IHOP? I don't know. Well, it's, 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 a, it's a blow to anybody that loves pancakes. It's, it might be just because no. pancakes have such a, a fucking <laughs> reputation of being fattening, or maybe, maybe they just got bored. Or maybe well, they got bored, and maybe their burgers is pancake but, buns. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, there's probably a reason for it's it. Yeah, yeah, there's probably a reason. But I mean, how are they going to? All right, listen. So it's just gonna, Again, they're going to flip the sign. I, I, I just, just do his that. mind right yes, now. I really think did. that is just <laughs> bullshit. No. You know? They made a decision. Uh, listen, a lot of pancake lovers and fat people are going to be upset about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they used to get pancakes. You think I'm alone in this? All right. Anyway, let's get back to the fight. He's got Brian Ortega coming up. Yeah, Wait, first Brian's of all, calling in today, too. Yeah. Oh, that's How long we got Max for? Uh, we yeah. got for about another half hour. So Great. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, I was going to ask you about the whole thing with Khabib because I was, uh-huh. it got, like, people don't talk about it that much now because it didn't didn't end up happening, but yeah. man, what nuts. Right. Well, I respect that. When you <laughs> stuck, uh, how did that come about? How did you get the call I bet, for that? I, I was just, I was enjoying my Easter Sunday and then they called me up and I was like, uh, my manager called me up and be like, hey, Tony might be out. They, they want to know if you want to fight Khabib. And I was like, Yeah. Uh, uh, of course I want to fight him you know what I mean and um, he's one of the best guys you know he's one of the best guys and and people like how you say people keep forgetting you know if I remember Dana White actually said in the press conference that that uh, the the numbers that they was predicting for me in that fight to be me and Khabib to be was uh, was going to beat 205 numbers it was trending high and that's like in the millions you know so that that was that's a huge fight you know and I wouldn't uh I wouldn't count that fight out just yet, you know. I know what what that, happened that stopped that fight? I don't remember. The, the NYC Commission is doing their job, you know. We, I, 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 uh, we was we was cutting weight like we usually do. We was a little bit bigger, but uh, we was com- it was coming down. It was That's coming right. down. It was coming down. But you know that they're still new to MMA. I think. I think yeah. so. The commission is so used to boxers and seeing these light boxers that just come in and they're light and stuff. They're not used to MMA guys. Uh, cutting weight, but I can't take it away from there because they was doing their job, you know. Like even like a couple weeks ago, you heard about the chap chapstick, you know, a chap, chap lip. lips, yeah. 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 You know, that's, right. that's kind of like this kind of situation that we was in, you know. They just didn't like they were sending doctors to me all week, you know, and they just kind of didn't like the way I looked. I was like, what? Uh, how far off were you? Sorry, man. How, oh, how far? It was a weight cut, of course. How far off were you when we they was, when they we was you? there? I would have made. We would have made it. They just they they. 
pretty much what they said was like, you can go ahead, make the weight, but we're still not going to clear you. You know, so yeah. this is what it was. Wow, Man, it seems like they're working against it. What's that? Two pounds? It, it seems like they're almost working against. Didn't they stop, uh, somebody stop Yoel Romero's cut too when he was two tenths of a pound away? He, he had two hours and they stopped him apparently an hour into Yeah, it. and we got the we got the best guys, you know, we got the best guys behind us. You know, I had uh, Lockwood and Leith, uh, nutrition, you know, my man Tyler Mitten, you know, so that's why that's why we took him. You know, I was, I'm, I'm a big boy for featherweight and uh, six days on 55 is a big task for me too, especially after the ankle injury. Remember, I was supposed to fight yeah. in March against... Uh, Against what's his name, Edgar. Yeah, so that was depressing. So like, it, it was a very depressing time, man. March and April, two fights pulled away from me. But uh, we see what happens. You know, I was supposed to fight. Uh, I was actually we was, uh, was when he was coming here. I was talking about how I don't want to go back to Brooklyn. I want to come back to New York. Yeah. And uh, I, but I don't want to go to Brooklyn because I was supposed to fight Aldo in Brooklyn. But I got I was hurt. I hurt my ankle after that Pettis fight, so we couldn't. So I think Brooklyn is like. I think so. There, t- New York people are saying, stay away from Brooklyn. Just come to Madison Square Garden. So I know there's a fight card in November, and uh, I know there's a, a 55 uh, guy that's still looking for a challenger. So you know, if everything goes well uh, uh, next week, uh, you might see uh, something happen. I was fascinated when I heard that you were going to fight Khabib. I was just like, holy yep. shit, man! Style wise, this is just so freaking exciting. The only thing I was really concerned about is the fact that you didn't have a camp for it. Now, were you concerned at all about that? I know you had the nuts to fight him, but man, you wear you just wear guys down. It's like you don't even get tired in there, and you know what? You know this fighting shape, and then there's yeah, and everything yeah, else. There's a sure. different shape for, for, for sure. that. So to fight a monster like that yeah. on six days' notice. Were you concerned at all about not having a camp for that? No, I, I wasn't. You know, I wasn't. We was uh, we was training. That my ankle was feeling great because I was PTing like crazy. Yeah. Because uh, I wanted to get back in back in there as soon as possible, and then um, you were in decent shape already. Yeah, like- I felt I felt great. You know, I was I yeah. was uh, I felt in great shape actually. You know, we I I, I could have been in better shape. Yes, I always could be. Yeah. You always can be in better shape. You know, and um, you're telling me. Yeah, <laughs> you look Jimmy. terrific, Matt. But, <laughs> a lot of pushups. Yeah, you do look like, terrific. Does he look oh, terrific? I am pissing yeah, dirty. Does, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I train a lot of jujitsu. That's all. Like, fuck it, yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, that's I feel great, you know, I feel yeah. great, but and opportunities like that don't come knocking a lot of times, you know, you that's gotta step up. You only, you only, you only miss the shots you don't take, you know, we yes. took our shots and uh, you know, things happen, but um, we see what happens. It's very intriguing now, we're, we're in yeah. an intriguing time, you know, we're in an intriguing time. We got the uh. We, actually, everybody keep asking me about 55, you know, I keep, will I go up to 55? Absolutely, you know, we just don't know when, you, you know, we, how we don't know you, when. I'm 5'11", almost 6 yeah, feet, you're so. big, man. Yeah, so I don't know when, you know, I don't know when we gotta, it's it's a log jam right now up in 55, yeah. you think about it, it's like, it's been a log jam for the last two years. For like the last two years, no disrespect to him, but it's been a log jam, and we finally got 145 moving smoothly and stuff down here with me and defending and stuff, That's so. Right. It's just, it's a, it's just a, it's a business. It comes to a business standpoint of who would UFC put me up, who put me against if I, if they make me go up to fifty five, if I want to go up to fifty five, and you know who's left at forty five, you know. So that that's just all it is, you know. But like I said, first thing first next week. Yeah. We got uh, we got a new cupcake flavor of the month. So I can't <laughs> <wait>. <laughs> now you're you're at home or wherever you are, you're watching Frankie versus Brian Ortega. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? I saw we, we out where we was. Uh, I was watching it actually at a bar. I think I, I had to do a I had to do a signing for that day for one of my sponsors, All Max, best nutrition uh, 
Best supplements in the city, baby. All yes, plug. Get plug again. Get Wait, what is it again? What is it? All, All max. max. Yes. All max, baby. Uh, but I was with them. I was at the Arnold's, the classics. We was doing science, and we went to a bar. We went to a local bar, watched it, and I was just crazy. You know, I was, that was amazing stuff yeah. to fight. You know, I was just like, yeah, a new era is here. Huh? Uh, it's the blessed era. So uh, yeah, he's living in so, my era. So you seen the way that went. You know you're facing him next. Mm -hmm. Does it does does it psych you up? Does it just what is what are you feeling right there? He lands that uppercut. You're fighting him next. It's your era. I know yeah. you just said that. What are you thinking? I yes, you know. You don't I, give I, a I, shit, I, do I, you? Yeah, anybody. That's what I said. I like love it, it's simple. Love it. It's simple. This is this is the conversation we have at UFC. It's it's very simple. We call up UFC. I tell him find the hardest guy, the best guy, whoever you guys think is the guy, and let me fight him. Let Jeez. me fight. Him. That's all I want. Well, that's also a big fight. Everybody wanted to see. Everybody was even before the Frankie fight. Everybody was thinking of you and Ortega. So uh -huh. when he won that fight, it was just the natural. That's a big fight. I mean, yeah, he's under, yeah. what, is he thirteen and zero? Uh, he's fourteen. Fourteen and zero. And won no contest for Yeah, <sighs> Max has. You're like lost. the first guy that yeah. said the won no contest thing. That's funny. Yeah, he likes to. He loves a good no contest. He, likes <laughs> <laughs> he loves a no contest. Um, and were you, was there anything that Frankie did in the beginning of that round? I mean, I know it ended the first. Was there anything in the beginning of that round that Frankie did that you're like, okay, that's like like people said that Al, like you know, when Ally Quinta fought Khabib, even though you know Al lost the fight, you know, he exposed a way you could possibly beat Khabib. The same with mm -hmm. uh, uh, Ngano. He can, you know, Stipe beat him and shows everybody else what they have to do. Yeah, you know, style makes fights, man. You know, you know what I mean? Like, uh, everybody keeps saying that L gave a certain way or maybe just L fights different that Khabib couldn't see, you know, and whatever. So, I, you know, you just got respect. You, I respect everybody that go in there. And I think so. It was just his night, you know. And you can't, and I cannot say, oh, it wasn't uh, Frankie. I hate when people say Frankie didn't look like himself or that guy didn't look like himself. Like, no, just because one guy did... Yeah. Better than you thought he was gonna do. The other guy didn't look like himself. And so Frankie was actually looking. Good. I thought Frankie yeah. looked yeah. really good. Yeah, he just Frank, got caught yeah. at the beginning of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frankie. Both of them was looking good. So I, I just like I, I just love this game. I love this sport. I, I thought so. I think the world of uh, both guys. Both guys had got great teams behind them. Ortega got a great team behind them. But uh, you know, to be the best. You gotta beat the best, and the best is blessed. Yes. Do, you, do you think more people <laughs> and, and talk about you willing to step in against uh, Khabib without any hesitation? Do you think people? He's great, and everybody knows he's great. Do you think people look at him and are more afraid of him than they should be? Ah, uh, you know, I I think so. I think I think so. I think so. A lot of a lot of time, there's a there's a place in this sport where you gotta show respect. I I respect everybody who lays him up, who makes that walk, and who fights in the octagon. But at the same damn time, you know, like how we were saying, like when I was talking to you, you know, you're not going to say a comedian is better than you. I'm not going to no. ever say it. The audience will certainly say it. So yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not going to ever say a fighter is better than me, you know. If if you're not in this sport and whatever you're doing in life, if you're not trying to be the best, it, you can compliment other people, but you're not. there's no way in hell that you're better than me. That's just my attitude. That's just my attitude. I look towards things and when I approach things, that's the way I approach it. Like I'm, I'm the best ever. I am the best ever, and I, and everybody's like, "That's cockiness, though." I was like, "Is it cockiness or is it confident?" Just because I'm confident in myself, that doesn't make you. Uh, you're not as confident as me in yourself, so you know that's that's you. You have to. I think you have to think if you're, you're fighting people. I mean, you're going in there and a the guy's trying to knock you unconscious. You have to have a certain confidence to do that. I mean, I'm, for me, that's exactly the opposite of the way I think. That's why one of many reasons I don't fight. I'm not a competitive guy in that way. I'm just like, all right, now you win. Go ahead, take it. 
I admire that. Have you always been like that? Like when you were a kid, were you? Because you, you have like this kind of a Zen attitude, and you're fiercely competitive. Were you like that as a kid, or did oh, something yeah. happen and change you? Yeah, I'm competitive. You know, I'm competitive. I was just doing actually uh, interview the other, the other day, and, and then people asked me about uh, there's this uh, there there's asking me about Ariel. I was on Ariel. Ariel was asking me about Fortnite with my son playing games. If yeah, I played games. Yeah, now you talking about with, with my son. Yeah, so <laughs> so I play I play Fortnite. Yeah. And uh, he asked me, well, "Do you play with your son?" I was like, "No, I don't. I don't want to play with my son." He was like, "Why?" Because uh, we don't win. When uh, he's not that good in the game, he's only six years old. <laughs> yeah. He's not that good in game, so I get pissed off when we're when we're losing. <laughs> so I'm like, "I can't. I can't play with you." So he's yeah. like, "Come on, Dad, let's jump on one guy." I'm like, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, it's gonna get crazy I'm gonna start yelling at you it's gonna be horrible you that's know? hysterical that's hysterical <laughs> yeah I mean it's one of those things now did you play sports when you were a kid or did you yeah. fight when you were a yeah, kid yeah yeah I was a I was a I was a baseball player you were yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I was I, I, I played too I was, I was very bad um, I, I pitched and I, I first round I walked in runs and they were like fucking you're out <laughs> uh, I really stunk uh, the pressure got to me I was good yeah. in practice what uh, what did you play in baseball I was a second baseman and yeah. what's, what stopped you from continuing I, I fighting yeah, yeah. When yeah. you started Six, fighting? I started fighting when I was 16. So I was playing baseball since I was a little kid. I played some some tackle football. But then in high school and stuff, I was I wanted to play, be a baseball player. And then uh, 10th grade came around. I found kickboxing and the, the rest is history. Were you bullied as a kid at all? Or, or did you grow up in a rough area? It's hard to think of a Hawaii. Yeah. Like we think of Hawaii as paradise. Yeah, but there's, yeah, there's areas that are kind uh, of rough. Yeah, you know, the city I'm from, Waianae, Hawaii, is where we're from. is uh, is a little bit more of the rougher side, you know. And... Uh, and that's why I got into fighting, you know. I, I, I the the real reason why I got into fighting is people laugh all the time, but the real reason was uh, one there was uh, there was riots when I was going to school, so I was like, oh, okay, if we fought, I just want to be ready, you know. If anybody wanted to test me, and then two there was like some fighters in school, and they wasn't like the greatest looking guys, and they was getting girls, and I was like, gosh, damn, I was like, what? I was like, how is this guy getting girls? I was like. Gosh damn! I need to get into this fighting thing. You if know? women fucked me, I never would have told a joke in my life. It's that's exactly what it is. It's it's girls motivate so many people to do great things. motivator. It's the great motivator is you want to meet the pretty girl. Did it work? It worked. It worked. And then I and then I found out that uh, hey, look, I, you can actually make a living out of this. You know, you can make some money. So let's do it. So yeah, it worked for sure. So your first, the first time you fight, I guess it's an amateur fight. Your first amateur fight. Are you saying that I want to take this on for the rest of my life, or is it something you're still in that process? Like, hey, I'm just kind of doing this to get better at it. You know, I, the funny story is my first amateur fight was three days after starting. So I fought kickboxing, uh, and then three days later, I was going to the fights. The, the ticket cost thirty five dollars to get inside the fights. But then my coach asked me, he's like, hey, there's a fight. The fighter dropped out. You want to fight? So, and you can get in for free. And it was only minutes. You know what I mean? Minute rounds of kickboxing. I was like, yeah, I'll just do it. I'll fight. And, uh, and then we ended up fighting. And after fighting, I told everybody I was going to be a K1 kickboxer. At the time, <laughs> that's when K1 was huge, you know? And I was like, I want to fight K1. And then, uh, you know, two years later, 18-year-old, that's uh, when I was 18. That's when, like, the whole... Uh, BJ Penn era was, you know, yeah. MMA was coming, and I saw like BJ Penn making like 30 G's or something. I was like, bro, this is what I need. I need to. I want to do MMA. So, so that's how it went down. How'd you do in your first fight? I won. You did I win. Won. Yeah, I got kicked in the face three times, but uh, I ended up winning the fight. I had a bloody nose, but see, that's cool. the guy who they say, "Do you want to fight Khabib on no notice?" and says, "Yes." Yeah, of that, course. That's the that's same. The, that's how you started fighting. Guy. 
When did so you started with the kickboxing? When did you get introduced to the uh, the floor with uh, the jujitsu? When did you start learning jujitsu? At like uh, at, at like um, so I, we was training for maybe like training like a uh, maybe not, not even less than a year. And then all my coaches, we was a young team. My coach is only like five years older than me at the time. That coach, and um, he was uh, they was doing MMA. They was getting to MMA, and then there's this uh, thing called triple threat matches, where the first round would be kickboxing, second round boxing with takedowns, and then last round you take off the. It was all sixteen ounces. Last round you take off the gloves and you grapple. So it was like a turn to MMA, and then. I just thought MMA was cool, you know. I was like, it was awesome, you know. You see these boxers, or you see kickboxers, but you, you know, like if you got into a street fight, you gotta be ready to go everywhere in a street fight. So I wanted to be one of those guys. I'll kill you anywhere we go, you know. Yes. So, yeah. so you took two jujitsu. You started. With we the first yeah arm we lock he started, with the yeah first. he started the first the first one I actually the first move he actually showed us on the ground. Like, he was, like, a blue belt at the time, and he was, like, trying to teach us whatever he was learning because uh, he yeah. went, they moved it to Oregon for a little bit, came back. And uh first move I actually got taught was a triangle, and that's been, like, my favorite favorite move. So how, how ironic I'm finding someone named T-City. <laughs> that's right. Uh, your top pressure, when you're, when you, your last uh, two fights with uh, Jose Aldo, Holy shit, man, dude! You're probably still giving that dude nightmares. That shit, that shit gave me nightmares, and I used to fight in the cage. <laughs> Holy fuck, dude! He was all over him, and then the, the rematch that took about the a horror, a, the worst deja vu you could get. Yeah, all those probably like holy. Fuck, get this guy off me. Was it third, third round <laughs> no, stoppages in both same fights? Same thing. Yeah. I think it was like a couple seconds off. Yeah, it was, it was, it was absolutely close. brutal. But just from the knee on belly down to the... it Because Aldo was doing a lot of the correct things to escape. But Max was a step ahead. So every time he tried to catch up, by the time he's catching up, he's eating more punches and elbows. And then he's going back to positional. Then he's going back to striking. It was a fucking nightmare, but it was so beautiful though. So like, like now you get a level now. You were so confident down there, like you didn't, like you said, you want to get beat the shit out of them, wherever it goes. Yeah. Now you're fighting somebody so dangerous on the yeah, floor. Yeah, yeah. Is it an ego thing? You get the this guy down. You might be say, all right, look, I might have a big advantage standing up, or I don't want you to give away your your game plan, but or it's uh -huh. like you know what, f your jujitsu. I'm gonna stay down here, knee on belly, and work some shit. Yeah. Where, what's our head like with this? If the opportunity presents itself, I'm an MMA fighter. Everybody yeah. keep telling me I'm a kickboxer, you know, this and that, and uh, I stand. But if you watch my fights, I go wherever you want to go. Exactly. I don't care. I'm not, I don't shy away from the fight. I'm a fighter, you know, and, uh, and, uh, if you want to do this, we'll do this. And, and, and people keep remembering, like, people keep forgetting. It's like, in jiu-jitsu, yeah, I respect jiu-jitsu. I love jiu-jitsu. I want to get my black belt. I, I keep telling my coach, uh, Ryan Lazarus, I want to be his first MMA MMA black belt guy. And then he's going to... And then I already got it all planned out. When I get my black belt and when I get promoted, when I'm doing the testing and stuff, I got this ugly green gi that he hates. And <laughs> I'm going to make him promote me in it and stuff. So <laughs> that's like everything. Like, I have it all planned out, but... Uh, but you know it's a very different game from jiu-jitsu of when you see all these top jiu-jitsu guys come to MMA and then uh, when they start fighting guys with higher MMA IQs or whatever and then you start punch, getting punched in the face you know that that put in a little bit it makes the jiu-jitsu a little bit more different you know a little bit more you gotta remember you can still punch you know a lot of guys yes. uh, a lot of guys when they go to the ground they just try to do too, too much jiu-jitsu you know like yeah. uh, it, this is MMA man you can sure. punch and hit and, and, and that's what it is so if we go there, we go there. You know, I'm not, 
I'm not scared. It's a fight. It's a yeah. fight. You know, there's nothing to be scared of. You know, I, I, we, we did, uh, we put in a hell of a camp. I took up a bunch of people's times that they, that they could have been doing other, other things with their family and stuff. So, so, uh, you know, I go out there, I put it all in line all the time. What do you, what, did, did Aldo not kick as much as you thought he would? I was surprised that in the last couple of times I've seen him, he didn't throw as yeah. many kicks. I'm like, was he injured? Yeah. Or was he just worried about being taken down? Uh, the, the first one, I know they said he was injured. And the second one, he started throwing a little bit more kicks. Uh, but then he also was, uh, he also was doing a lot of boxing too, I heard. So, yeah. I don't know what it is, you know, that's a question you got to ask him, you know. But when he, when he kicked, uh, yeah. Man can kick for sure. Even against Frankie Edgar, I noticed that though. I'm like, he's not throwing as many kicks as I would have expected. So I thought maybe there's something to change. Well, after watching those fights, he almost kicked the fucking bucket. Is what he almost kicked. Oh, yes, he did. Guys, uh, can I boo myself? No, on? why would you? Uh, guy, come on, that was fucking Matt, rude. Matt, it was terrific. It was. <laughs> it terrific. was brutal. It was nice. It was horrifying. <laughs> what belt are you now in jiu jitsu? I'm, I'm, I'm a purple belt, two straight. Okay. Yeah. So how many years away do you think you are from getting your black belt? I'm years away, man. I'm. I. I, I want to be one of those guys when when I'm a black belt. I, I'm a black belt. It's you a know, journey. I want to be. I want to be scary. A scary black belt. You know, I rather be. I rather be a a a sandbag, the purple belt for the rest of my life than yeah. than a than a guy who gets his black belt and you some guys roll with you and be like how you are black belt. You know, so that's why I want to be like a legit legit. I'm. I don't know how far away you just. I just keep putting in my time, and when it comes, it comes. And it doesn't concern you, obviously, that Ortega is so good on the floor. Not at all. You know, I we, we respect. I respect him. You know, what I mean, at the end of the day, I respect that he has a black belt. That that's that's a martial, as a martial artist. I respect that. You know, that's crazy. You know, like he mastered a master art, uh, one of the martial arts. So it's super cool. I respect, but uh, intrigues me more than anything. You know, it, it, I want to see where I stand. You know, if, if this this guy. Everybody keep talking about his his pet boot t- grab and his neck grab, his ties and his ground and this and that. And I'm like, we see, we're about to find out. That's a beautiful thing about this sport. We get to go in there. I, I'm gonna be locked. We have 25 minutes, or so called 25 minutes, to figure out uh, who's the better man that night. That's that the attitude of that is the thought process of that is what makes you guys so amazing to me. Like the fact that you're all great fighters, but like you, I'm talking to you in person to person. You mean that? You're not saying that because it sounds good. You legitimately mean. Yeah. I would say that because it would sound good and make my opponent frightened. I wouldn't mean a fucking word of it. I'm terrified. But you legitimately mean that you're comfortable with him being a black belt, and it would be interesting to test your skill against. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, for sure. That's a sport. This sport is about testing yourself. So, hey, I want to. I want to fight the best guys ever. I, you know, I, the the main thing I keep saying, I keep telling these guys is that just just look for the excuse already that yeah. you guys are gonna look for. You know, like every time I fight somebody, they're like, "There's no way Max is gonna be able to do this." And as soon as I do it, they're like, "Okay, well, this, this, and this. This is why that will happen." It's like, well, get ready with you guys' excuses because you guys are gonna need a bunch next week. Do you? I was gonna ask you that too. Do you think people underestimate you a little bit? Maybe because you're a nice guy, you're soft spoken, or. You don't talk a whole lot of shit. I mean, do you think that you're that people take you not necessarily the fighters, but do you think the public or the or the MMA press takes you lightly? I I don't know. You know, I think so. I I I think so. I'm getting my fair shake now. You know, I think so. Coming up though was this. You know, I just the hard thing about the way I came in. I came in at four and zero, so I get I'm nineteen and three now, and I came in at four and zero into into this into the UFC. So these guys got to see me fall. They saw they saw me lose. They, they they see the wins. They see the some of the fights is like oh man you know like oh I wonder what would happen if this happened blah blah. 
So they saw up and downs with me where a lot of these guys is coming in already and they're already like 10 and 0, 9 and 0, you know, and like they're not really losing. So they're like they I I think so people forget how young I was when I come in. Like even this fight, people keep telling me, "Oh, oh, how crazy it is you fighting a, a young guy now." You know, I'm like I I'm younger. Then the guy, you know, I don't understand. I don't understand what you guys talking about. It's like what? Like yeah, a couple media guys is like tripping up. Like wait, you're younger than that? I was like, well, we're the same age, but I don't turn 27 until the end of the year, and then they trip out. So it's uh, people got to see me grow up. People think I'm this old vet, you know. Yeah. Every time I talk, until they find out my age, they're like, holy shit! They're like, oh, you're you're only 26 still. How many fights did you have before you finally lost? Were you four and zero? You went to four and one, or how yeah, four, oh, you I were, was okay. four and zero, and then I made my uh, debut against Poirier. Then 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 I came four and one and one three, and then dropped the one against Bermudez, and then dropped the one against Connor, and then now we're now we're here. All right, the yeah. twelve fight win streak, might, yeah. might I add? That's why the confidence is. Is just beaming, Jimmy. Yep. That kind of fight was ages ago. How long ago was that? Uh, that was uh, 2014. 14, wow. I mean, uh, so, August 2013. 13. So it's even longer. I mean, oh, so, so yeah. Brian hasn't lost. You're on a 12 fight win streak. You haven't lost in years. It's like you forgot how to loss, lose. <laughs> That's why the confidence, Jimmy, do you see that just flowing yeah. out of him? <laughs> I just want to make sure you yeah. see it. I certainly, I feel yeah. it. I can't wait. I'm going to be there live, Jimmy. I want. I am too. I'm going out because Matt's being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Don't bring that up. Oh, please. congrats! Come on, oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, congrats. Matt refuses Matt. to mention. It. I tell him before every show yeah, to I bring it up. I think so. I think so. Yeah, a child. I think so. They're uh, they're testing before that shit. Oh, I'm out. Then I'm out. <laughs> I'm on TRT, Max. I'm 44, man. You know, and I'm still taking Camorras. Look at my calves. Could you move over your head, Jimmy? I can see them so around my head. Are you kidding me? Yes. My head doesn't block that calf. Well, listen, man. Oh, I Jimmy's just head Camorras. was in the way. I didn't yeah, notice. Yeah, the calf just yeah. believe me. It's all encompassing. I, I rolled before I, I came here, and I'm still fucking sweating, man. The shower did not take. Not a huge story, guys. No, it's good, not, not bad. So I'm trying to fill <laughs> the mini series around that. You gotta at least <laughs> wait like ten minutes before you jump in the shower. I try, if you dude, jump I, right in. You I, just I, I keep try sweating. to wait a little bit, man. I do. And but my wife was there also because now there's no more school. She was there hitting the pads with a her my, this, this this girl trainer. I say girl trainer. Fuck, she's not getting a guy yeah, trainer. I'm not. I don't want that shit. I don't blame you. And I have my little kids running around. How's your kids? I know he's got to leave soon. You have one kid. Your little boy. Yeah. Your little mini me. What a cute boy. How old is he? Oh, he's six. Yeah, he's six. Yeah, got is he? He be there. Oh yeah, he be. Uh, he's doing jujitsu right now. Yeah, and then every time we, here and there, we, I take him to the boxing gym when we when we uh when we're at home, not doing nothing. But uh, he's very. He likes dancing, so he does dancing now. Oh. Uh, the, the 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 squad, the hyper squad guys, uh -huh. they're like pretty big from Hawaii. What kind of dancing is it? Uh, hip hop dancing. Hip -hop. Oh, and that's then, awesome. Yeah, and then uh, he does uh. Trying to get his train up, so he does like this little parkour. It's called ninja training, but it's like kind of like parkour training. So they oh, do like so uh, cool, man. a bunch of a bunch of that. Uh, like they got that they got that thing like the ninja wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like a little obstacle course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I would love that if I was a kid, man. Yeah, he's loving it. Yeah, he, I wanted to get him into gymnastic. He tried the gymnastic class, and it was like. He was like having a hard time doing a cartwheel. I was like, oh, maybe he should try a ninja class. And he loves it. They call it a ninja class. He loves it. He does. <sighs> Do they have that for adults? <laughs> Am I t is there an age limit? No? Uh, like a little jack black in that motherfucker. <laughs> 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 I don't fucking know. Right, is there anything right. you, that you wanted to be good at that you're not good at? <laughs> huh? Is there anything in life that you wanted to be good at that you weren't good at? Uh, not at all. I'm pretty... I'm 
pretty good at everything. Everything you want. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. But there's gotta be so likable that he can say. That. If I said that, you go, you fucking asshole. <laughs> he can say that. And people still like him. But yeah, I wonder, like, like dancing or like what or, or there's oh, some, yeah, is there anything sure. that you really want to be good at that you're like, I just stink at this. I can't do yeah, it. Yeah, I want uh, dancing. Maybe, uh, maybe uh, having energy to to clean up after myself. That'd be awesome. Dude, that's that'd if be that's great. what he's complaining about. <laughs> Alpha. Yeah, when that's you're, what I just gotta when say. I look champ. at Max. I go alpha. You leave the mess. That's other people it. clean it up. What are you? What are you bad at? Ah, yeah. Nothing. Hey, you didn't take <laughs> the garbage out. My mess. You didn't take the garbage out. <laughs> and hold up that belt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't want to take the garbage out, so I didn't. All right, so you go out now. What will you do for the next week while you're in Vegas? How do you get ready mentally, uh, or do you have no rituals? Are you one of those guys who just doesn't really need to do anything? Uh, it was funny. It was funny. Uh, we did this with the UFC. They told me, oh, you got you got any superstitions and blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, not really. And I started thinking of it. And then the st- stuff started happening. Like, I, you know, like I have like this, I have this, uh, this, this, the underwear and the cup that I use is like from my third fight ever. From when I was like 16 and a half. I have the same exact tights that I use. I don't know why, you know, like sometimes I go to like times where I, like uh, I wouldn't wash them. I wouldn't want. Oh like, no! Oh, I ain't oh. no. You don't no, wash out the no, winds. No, Max. You don't wash out the winds. Wait I didn't a minute, but you them. had some battles. I hope you keep in yeah. the garage. No, 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 no. <laughs> and then, and then my mom would like find it. She'd wash it. I'd lose my mind. I'd like argue oh. with her. I'd, like, why you wash this? So, but uh, not really. You know, I don't know. If they're nothing really popped up. We like doing fun stuff. We like keeping our minds off the fight. Uh, uh, if you watch the UFC and bet out, we're always trying to do fun stuff on there. You know, and. Um, I like like the last one in Detroit and stuff was ice skating and doing stuff. People's like you crazy doing that before fight. I'm sure. like, I think you guys just overthinking. If you guys think something bad's gonna happen, then something probably bad's gonna happen. You know, I'm carefree and uh, you know we just focus. You know, I, I, Saturday is the day of the fight, so you know before that you try and keep your mind off of it. You know, right. so people you see people get wor- so worked up against about something that when it's time to come, they're like mentally exhausted. You know, it's a uh, it was funny so. Um, the thing with uh with Aldo, the first fight, I I thank God that we did a um we did an open workout because uh, when we went to open workout, it was just three stages of uh, uh there's three floors. I mean of of just crowds. It was crazy. It was in a mall and it was like packed, like to it was packed to the gills, and uh and the energy there was was insane. Like I was screaming, blah blah. blah. I remember. After my open workout, my open workout was like 10 minutes. I remember after my open workout, we went in the car. We were driving back to the hotel. The hotel was maybe like 15 minutes away. I, I, fell, I straight on fell asleep. <laughs> and then when we went to the fight and we fight, and I told my coach and them this after the fight, like when I was walking out, I was like, thank God for that. Thank God for that open workout. Because if it didn't, I wouldn't know how to, I didn't, I wouldn't know how to like, you know, take in that energy. Oh. The energy was crazy. That's was awesome. insane. That was so. in Brazil. That was in Brazil, yeah. yeah. So when when the so I knew how the energy was gonna be fight night, and we went out and did my thing. And uh, after I was like, man, that open workout saved me because if I went out there screaming like how I did the open workout, I would have got so tired in that first fight real fast. Yeah. It was crazy. You mean the energy of the, of the people coming? Yeah, at you. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like I was like, when if you was the open workout, that the first one, although I'm screaming at them and like singing along the the yeah. one that you will die chant it was it was fun i should have did the open workout with my rematch with st pierre <laughs> oh it might have helped <laughs> i think it was the energy that got my ass kicked yeah. 
Well, the energy is interesting. You say that before you go because uh, we, we've talked a lot about uh, Alvarez fighting Connor, and Alvarez was so much a better fighter. And Connor is, again, he's a great fighter. But I thought that Eddie walked in and looked like something was affecting him, even though he was the champ, and it was technically much more of a hometown fight for him because he's from Philly. Yeah. And I'm wondering if it was what you were talking about—the energy of that crowd that he uh, might not. No, have been I think ready. I think so. There's a bunch of things that uh, add on to him, you know, the energy of the crowd. And then, and then Connor's a smart dude, you know. He yeah. know what he's doing. He picking you. He's picking you apart before, before you even step in there. So you know that. That's why kudos to that man. You know. Is it hard to get in your head? Yeah, you know, it, it was funny. It's actually funny. People always ask me, "Oh, what is the difference? Like, why you could do this and Connor, blah blah, this and that." And I'm like, I if you watch all the press that we did together, I. Like Connor's uh, accent was super thick when I fought him, so I didn't understand half the things he was saying. <laughs> so like even in the fight, I remember telling he was telling me something, he was talking, and I told him I don't understand you, and he repeated. It. I was like, I still don't understand you. <laughs> so you know that's just what it is. You know, it's it's. And it's, that fight uh, went crazy. the distance, man. Like I said, it was ages ago. It's not like, and he's been, and that's when he was sleeping. You know, he came in sleeping, people. But you know they went the distance, man. It's not like he even like it's not like he handed Max's ass right. or anything. No, not at all. What? Did that come out right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, not like he handed him his ass. Yes, all right. Completely Thanks correct. For the producer. Well, Chris is telling us we have to wrap up with Max. I guess he has other stuff to do. Let's walk him out. We're going to walk him out. Um, I have to pee first, but uh, this is a fight everybody yeah, has been looking perfect. forward to. I, I need to pee too, so Fuck you'll yeah. go first. Yeah. I, I will like the beta. I will wait outdoors <laughs> until you finish. Uh, uh, fighting Brian Ortega, of course, for the featherweight championship. Uh, Defending champion Max Hollick. And good luck, man. We love, Thank love, you, love man. you and love yeah, watching Max. you fight. Love you Thanks guys. Thank you. Thank Great guys. champion. We'll be right back. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for a free You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus... Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value, free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up podcast. Very special mini post-Game 7 episode of Pull Up, an epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points, back-to-back, essentially close-out buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power, and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph and a lot of transitions. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to pull up. Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. Uh, do we have the challenger Brian Ortega on the phone? Brian? 
What's going on? Hey, buddy. Good to talk to you again. Jim Norton here. Matt, Matt, uh, Sarah will be right back. He's peeing uh, as we as we begin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just had uh, Max Holloway was literally just walked out. Um, we had him for the first part of the show, and we had to go out and make the uh, promo video. Where are you now? Uh, I'm in the car in L.A. Oh, you're in Los Angeles. Okay, so when do you head to Vegas? Um, Tuesday. Okay, and how are you feeling about, I mean, you know, it was kind of you and Frankie were fighting for that, uh, fighting for the, uh, you know, the shot against Max. And I thought that Frankie fighting you, were you surprised he took that fight? I was. Um, uh, I even, even after the, the fight, I told him, no matter what, I go, you, you, you know, you pretty much are a, a fan's favorite, you know. You are the champ in, in, in people's eyes just because, the fact that you're willing to step up no matter what, just to fight, and that was that was pretty, you know. I, I'm a fight fan as well, so to see that happening, um, that's pretty, you know, it's pretty awesome because you have a secured title shot, and why risk it? Yeah, and he and risked he, it. He went for it against a young up-and-coming guy who everybody knew was undefeated and was extremely hungry. Um, I, I respected him a lot for taking that fight. I thought he was crazy to take it. And not a disrespect to Frankie, uh, but just to take it against a guy where there was not as much of an upside for Frankie other than the fact that he just wanted to fight. Yeah, there was no, you know, and I agree, you know, when it came to that point, if I was in Frankie's shoes, I would say, you know, you know why, why risk that title shot? This guy is young. This guy's hungry. And obviously you're always going to have confidence in yourself, but why are you going to risk that when you have the secure shot already? Um, and that's why I was surprised when I got the call to fight him. I was like, you sure? Like, this guy really wants to do this? And do you think you made a real statement, too? I mean, obviously you're undefeated, uh, but everyone was expecting you to do nothing but, uh, you know, again, you're going to try to take Frankie down, and then you wind up beating him standing up. Uh, after it seemed like he was having a decent success early in the round, um, and, and then you drop him, which a lot of people saw you winning the fight, but most people, it was almost like when you saw uh, Rose beat you out of the first time. Nobody saw that fight ending due to strikes. So do you think you made a bit of a statement beating him the way you beat him since he's never been stopped before? No, absolutely, man. One one thing was just making the statement in general and being the first guy to finish Frankie uh, Edgar ever, you know? Um, another one was to, to do it on three weeks' notice, and... And the last one is just like you said to do it on the stand up. Everyone, I feel because the last two fights before Frankie, you know, have been submissions, they they forgot that uh, I have the stand up element as well. And I mean, that was a great way to remind everyone that that I can bang as well. Uh, now we want to, we obviously have to ask you. Uh, last time you were in studio with us. Uh, who was it that was surfing with training wheels? Which which guy was it? We have it was, to ask about a surfing update. I know. Who was it? Was, Source is <laughs> the guy that surfs with training wheels. Uh, yeah, he does a stand-up paddle. He's a, he's pretty much he. I'm happy he's in the car because we get an argument right now again. But he's like a he's a kook, you know. That's what we call a kook. And when he hears this interview, he's gonna come at me and tell me why'd you call me a kook in front of everyone. <laughs> but how is your boxing yeah, trainer James doing? <laughs> James is in the car with me right now. Oh. He's laughing at the fact that I called James that Ed a kook. Uh, tell him I said hello. Tell him that Matt Sarah said hello, please. Jimmy didn't say Matt, anything, but uh, I'm saying hello. <laughs> hey, what's up, Matt? Yeah, James. Me and James yeah, bonded up, right away. <laughs> I love when you guys were giving Ed Sarah's shit about his surfing with that fucking cane or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> that was the oh, funniest that, that shit guy, ever. 
got a boat. It's a huge thing. He's still, he's still pissed off. He's still pissed <laughs> off about that. That was one of the best things I ever seen, man. Listen, I am so psyched for this. And James, maybe yeah. you can answer this as well. Is there something styles make fights, right? Now, Max, Max Holloway has just been such a beast pretty much everywhere, um, specifically on the feet. Now, you being the stand-up coach, do you, I mean, nobody's indestructible. Are you seeing any holes up there that you could capitalize? Yeah, there's a couple of holes that I see. You know, me and Brian were, you know, we've been working on this for a while now. So I think we'll be ready for him. That, we'll definitely be ready for Max. Because I remember with um, with Frankie Edgar, that uppercut, I remember you guys were telling me you had to be, like, specifically for right. Frankie, you were getting ready for that rush. And it was something specifically, like, it's not, it didn't just come out of nowhere. Like, you guys were planning that. So I'm like, man, let me see what, what do they have for Max? I know you don't want to show your, your, you your hand. But I'm just like, man, where is the the, uh, the Chinese secret? Yes, <laughs> it's Chinese he secret. Said, he said ancient Chinese secret. <laughs> no, but you should lie. This is a good time to lie because Max will hear this. So what you guys should do is like, yeah, this is what we're going to do, and then just say something completely nonsensical. <laughs> like I'm going to throw left kicks or you're just gonna, something you're not going like to do. Like you're going to jump the guard or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like going to run up the cage and like you know do those WWE slams on them or something. <laughs> You know what I felt really? I've been watching. I've been watching a lot of surf film. You know, so it's helping me get ready for this fight. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, We're basically just gonna go out right in the middle of the cage, just point down and say, "Let's go!" Yes, that was how <laughs> Cowboy ended his <laughs> fight right. the other day. He always did. Let's go, man. <laughs> I like that. That's James's style. But you know, Max, uh, the you know the champ was just here. He left, and. He was saying, like, with, with jujitsu guys, he wasn't saying you in particular, but he was just saying, like, with some jujitsu guys, they come over, and even though they're really skilled on the floor, with the striking, just makes such a difference. And they're so confident in their submissions, but then add, you'd add in the strikes. But, you know, I'm thinking, you know, there's different styles of jujitsu, and there's a lot of guys that's doing it just for. Got, yes, exactly. Because you training with the Gracie brothers over there at Torrance, you guys know how to keep your distance. A lot of times now, because people are getting ready for like EBIs and submission tournaments, they are, they're bringing themselves underneath and underneath, and they're trying to get legs. They're bringing people on top of them instead of creating distance from the strikes because they're not worried about the strikes. That's what you are. Like you said, you're a master of. That's when you were gonna fight when you wanted to fight Khabib. You said, "I feel really confident." Because I've been spending so much, I spent how long, just so years and among years, just creating that distance so the guys cannot work me over down there. So I don't know. So, I mean, you're not the typical jujitsu guys. The first thing that came to my, came to my head. Is it making sense at all? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I, no, trust me, I feel you 100%. There's, there's, di there's different levels to this, um, to the least for the groundwork when it comes, especially to MMA, you know, because everyone forgets that. A lot of schools, in general, they teach jujitsu at a, at a at a tournament level, and like you said, that they don't. When you're learning this, you're, you're learning this against another uh, person who's going to do the same to you. But when they throw something out of left field and they start punching you in the face, that's something that they're not used to. They're not ready, and uh, that's why we say it's the different part of jujitsu that I train. I I didn't trained in the tournament style jiu-jitsu i trained where the second i got in there someone was trying to punch my face in and i had to use jiu-jitsu to to you know 
self-defense aspect of it. That's right. It's keeping and, somebody too and, close or too far away, which is... And eventually, yeah, eventually it, it just, my game just modified it and, and worked itself into MMA, you know, where I had, I mean, you name it, I have any Gracie on top of me, I have any black belt on top of me, any weight, and I'd have them, and I'd tell them, i go punch me in the face as hard as you can, and i just make it work. And also, you were, uh, Brian, you were offered to fight, uh, after Tony got hurt, you were also offered to fight Khabib, and you agreed. And they gave it to Max, or offered it to Max, obviously, because he's, you know, he's the champion. Um, how close were you? Were you closer in weight than he was at that time before they stopped him? What? I don't know what weight Max was at. I heard he was 180-something. He was came in a little bit, uh, and we just talked to him, and he said he was close. He was very close to making it, like two pounds away, um, or he would have come in with it. I don't, I don't know. That, that was what they said. Uh, but were you really far off? Because you're not a small guy either. No, I was closer than that. Um, and how long did you have the offer for? From Sunday. Yeah, Easter. Easter, I got the call. You did. And then how long until they told you, look, we're giving it to Max? That same day. Oh, they told you. Okay, they probably <laughs> called both you guys just to see. Uh, yeah, but it, they flew me. Well, obviously, I seen you guys in New York. They flew me out there to do some media and stuff and hang out. And um, And I think it was just to be in the wing in case something still happened, but... Once Thursday night came and it was like one o'clock, I was like, "There's no way these guys are gonna call me anymore." So I decided to go to Junior's, have a nice cheese uh, cheesecake, <laughs> and uh, and enjoyed myself, you know. And I was like, "Of course, these guys, it's Thursday night, these guys are gonna wake up, weigh in, and you know, there goes my chance at fighting Khabib." And I wake up and then I get all these messages and, "Oh man, Max, you know all this," and I was just like, "Damn." Now, one of the, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the biggest weapons in Max Holloway's arsenal, I'm going to say, is his endurance. He gets stronger as the fight goes on. The five rounds. Now, I've never listen. Your endurance up till now, I think, has been phenomenal. I don't ever recall you getting gassed. You know, uh, the five rounds. What do we think about that, man? How's that been going? For the longest time, it was I was getting stronger. Um, as the time goes by, I feel because the Swanson fight and the Edgar fight, they ended so fast that people forget. I barely start warming up by the third round. <laughs> if you see all the other fights, it was, I, you know, I finally get in the groove and, and start actually moving in, in the third round. Um, that's why I have the history for the longest third round winning streak or finishes. And, uh, and yeah, those fights ended because, I finished it, but if I had four and five, you know, it just gives you more time to work. And I don't know, man. I'm the kind of guy I, just, I love. I love fighting. So the longer you leave me in there, the more I, I, I find my rhythm. I find my, you know, I find my opponent's rhythm, the way he moves, and I just study the way, you know, the patterns uh, of the fight behavior. And I, once I study that and figure it out, then I can. I can move in a, in a way accordingly to, to his pattern to where I can finish him and, finish and figure him out. So for me, the longer I'm in there, the better. What's fascinating is we have two young guys that are, you haven't tasted defeat and Max Holloway, he is, uh, he's 19 and, and three. And he's 12 yeah. on a 12 fight win streak. He hasn't lost in years. So the confidence not only is like when you say, I lost ever. I yeah. know, yes. <laughs> you never tasted it. So it's like it's you got two guys that confidence has to be through the roof along with the abilities. Because a lot of times, like when I watch guys get into that cage, 
And uh, one of these that comes to mind is like a, a Cody ver- uh, Cody Garbrandt sure. versus uh, TJ Dillashaw. I'm like, look at them. They're both super – the confidence is just it, – it's not wavering on not either side. And that's what we got here, Jimmy. Yeah. I am beyond psyched. Now, fighting match, what, what do you think? Now, you're not going to give away your game plan, of course. What do you think he's looking to do against you? Oh, he's going to strike. You know, whether it's forward or, or moving away, his, his thing is to, to punches and bunches and wear me out by the time the five-round comes where he can finish me. So you think he's going to look to go deep in the fight? Well, I, I was a fighter. He's going to try to take it any way he can, but, you know, I feel like volume and, and speed is going to work in his favor. And uh, just like I said, punches and bunches and, and try to just work a nice game plan to where he can try to break me down. Now, everybody's different leading up to a fight. Max, I think he was ice skating before one of his last fights or whatever it was. or You know, like the day before, people are like, what are you, nuts? Do you, is there any time, because I know you love to surf. Do you cut that off at any time before, or do you surf like up until the week before or anything? Uh, I surf up to the week before, yeah. man. There was surf right now. I actually just surfed like two days ago. And you didn't use a cane like Ed Soros does. <laughs> uh, I, I caught my waves like James. a real surf. I paddled towards it. <laughs> That's it. You know what? That, that might even help you. That might just help keep channeling that zen of yours. And just living life the way you live it. Like Max said, he fucking uh, was ice skating. And, and again, you look what happened with Tony. As cautious as you want to be, he trips on a cord. The other, like, day, the other day, I was off on a boat just doing backflips off the top of the boat and just doing all kinds of stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was surfing on a boat. Uh, yeah, there was waves in Vegas. We'd be surfing right now over there. Hey, uh, you know, I, I don't know if we asked you this when you were in, uh, Brian, but Rogan had made a point during your fight against Frankie that, uh, that you went in for a guillotine early and, and there was a noticeable excitement in the crowd uh, with people anticipating a finish. Uh, did you notice that when that happened? Oh, absolutely, man. I feel like now people understand that, you know, if, if it, it's a dangerous thing if I grab a hold of, of, of any kind of limb, you know. Um and that just goes from all the, the amazing training I've had through jiu-jitsu and, and the trials and errors and and the fights, you know, especially with, with Cub Swanson, you know, where I, I wrapped his neck up. And then in the first round, it was a wrap. And then the bell saved him. And then second round, um, I reassured that, you know. And um, the fans now know, now know that, you know, I can joke anyone. We don't have to be on the ground. We can be standing up. Now, you look at a guy like Max Holloway, and he's, you know, what is he, 5'11"? And now, as a jiu-jitsu expert, because I used to do this, do you, do you ever look and go, man, those, look at those long limbs and just start to drool? Like, ah, they're so, like, compared to, like, Frank Yeager's got the shorter arms. Do you look at him and go, look at those long limbs I can just get around? You are not <laughs> even. to Frank. drool. <laughs> yeah, but Frankie was tough, you know? Frankie's tough. Those are the hardest guys to submit is, yeah. is the... The, the the small guys who have no neck and they're yeah. just, you know, and they have that wrestling background. Yeah. So they're just like little ferocious little pit bulls. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, you know, I understood that going in with him. And, and, you know, that's why we did what we did. We changed it up and knocked him out. That's why I felt Frankie did well with when he had Yair Rodriguez up against the... Uh up against the cage because those little limbs he's yeah. pulling out of triangles and arm locks and coming down with vicious elbows. Oh, yeah. Man. 
Well, Brian, good luck, buddy. Um, I mean, you're, you, we lo- we like you a lot. This is a very, very tough fight to pick. Um, I like both of you guys a lot, and, and I think that you're both so great. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not saying much there, but I, I don't know who to pick in this fight. But I'm Me happy. Neither. But James might push it towards him, though, because we like James so much. James, I do like, I like James. We like everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are great. So uh, hopefully we'll see you in Vegas before the fight. But if we don't talk to you, good luck, man. And, and uh, every everybody is looking as forward to this fight as they are the main event. Can't wait, man. Hey, thank you, guys. Uh, hey, I want to go back to New York, man. Yeah, James. Anytime you want, James, come in. James, next time, man, we're getting a pizza afterwards. It has to be not too close to a fight. You got it, brother. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks, it, man. man. All right, take care, buddy. All right, fellas. Bye. All right, that's awesome, man. No, listen, what's that? I'm gonna hate picking this fight. I don't know who. I, I don't like it. Don't, or st- I don't, know who I don't st- like it. I don't like either one of these fights because I've talked to all four guys enough, and I I, I like them all as people. And I'm yeah. sorry, I bet with my fucking heart, but I like. I, I don't know who to pick. I, I truly know, don't know who to pick. When it comes down to liking, I I it's I like them both. Max, yeah, what a, I mean they're both great. I guys. mean even Steve in DC, it's like you can't pick one you like more. They're both nice no, guys. I know. And, and you know. Both guys, uh, I don't know who to fucking pick in that fight. Well, we don't have to do it yet, do we? No, no you're going to be doing it in front of a crowd, though. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. With, yeah. In front of the UFC unfiltered army? That's exactly That's right. That's true. Yeah. All four of them. <laughs> Counting I, oh, Chris's man, one. I've been getting so much love lately, guys. Have you been getting any They've love? all been my accounts. Was <laughs> <laughs> that you? No, it wasn't uh, me. I know, Jimmy. Ew, Jimmy. Ew, you don't want Jimmy's up. What was that? Asshole. Do you know why? I mean, you're oh. Oh, No, right. no, this okay. is what he just did. He, this is what happened. Oh, fuck. Did you know, know, Did you no. aardvark it? Business. Yeah. No. Ew. No, you know, oh, okay. That's I, I don't even, this is what happened, Christopher Dusa, because you, you, now you see what's going on. It's behind my laptop. He put some nuts mm-hmm. on the table, mm-hmm. and I took one. And I didn't, I didn't, think, I didn't reach one. into, I didn't like, look, uh-uh. I didn't grab like a handful of nuts and like, so my hands all over the nuts that he's going to eat. There was one little nut away. Right. So I crawled over and I took one. I don't think I saw you do it. So now I didn't he's notice. going to eat them and he's putting his nose and his face. Oh, so now you're wondering, did you, eat a, did you eat a nose face? No, that's uh, not what oh, I'm oh, doing okay. at all. He's not, he's not a sharer. Right. Okay. And yeah. No, you know why I'm not going to eat any of these nuts in the bag? Wow. Because I see what you're doing now to these nuts on the table. And it's so disturbing that I'm thinking maybe you're not going to finish these. In the past, you might have done the same thing. And you might have put those nuts hmm. back in that bag. And I might have ate a nut that you put on your, your nostril on. And I'm kind of grossed out. Let's right clear now. something up. What's that, Jimmy? I've never done that particular that, that move is the first before. Time, yeah. A, B. I've never put nuts back in the bag. I always finish. And C. I didn't even see you take a nut. I believe you, but I didn't see it. Well, you're off of them now, Jimmy. And uh, sometimes you these. feel like a nut, you know. And uh, some right now I don't. That's disgusting. <laughs> don't don't stop eating it like a I, bird. I eat off the fucking one. My I do that with busy. popcorn. I'm, I, I saw The Incredibles the other day. I should do a movie minute. I I uh, go ahead, hit it. Oh, hold on. Well, I don't hey, have it up yet. Hold on. Oh, now. Just, I'm getting there. You, I just want a little ready, cooperation. <laughs> I just want someone to work with me when I'm ready to. Hi, everybody. Mm-hmm. It's me. I like to just come in after that. Like it's Good a, evening. That's No, it's not that. It's this, Jimmy. I see The Incredibles, too. I know. The first one was 14 years ago, Jimmy. Uh-huh. Do you ma- could you imagine that? My kid's seen it a million times, that first one. Now, Did you I- like it when you saw the first one? Oh, I loved it. I loved it, Jimmy. Okay. I loved it because it was such a, it was like, like, like um, you know, superheroes were 
were outlawed. No, I'll tell you right now, Marvel should thank them because it's basically uh, what is the Avengers? What is it when they uh, Civil War? Avengers Civil War when the the superheroes will start getting outlawed. That's what happens, basically. Or Watchmen. Actually, Incredibles. Watchmen came out with that first. Yeah. I'm such a geek. No, only Phoenix right here would be like, yeah, right on. You guys look at me like I'm a fucking nerd that can rip all your arms off. But that's, that's not Couldn't rip my arms off. I'd fucking hide. <laughs> 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 so listen, uh, it picks up right where the, the first Incredibles left off. That's all I'm going to say. But I will say... I enjoyed it thoroughly. It was me, my kids, my wife. It was a worthy sequel. Because sometimes, like, hey, Zoolander 2 didn't exactly do it for me. How about this? Sometimes they wait too long. Sin City 2 didn't like that one either. No. And I, I, I listen, Zoolander, I loved it. I never Sin saw City. that. Never saw. I loved it for the first. Oh, one. Sin City was great. Mickey Rourke, right? Yeah. Mickey. Good oh, movie. Mickey Rourke was great. This is the old days, the all or nothing days. They're back. Blood by the gallons. I don't know what he said, but it was fucking. It was, <laughs> he sounded was, good. He was. It was good, right? It sounded <laughs> good. as the one line I got. Yeah. But uh, anyway, back to the Incredibles too. Uh see, you know, I can take a piss break because it's not really hard to follow. But sure, it was a fun movie, man. Uh, I enjoyed it. And uh, I recommend it. I don't. That's all I gotta say is I recommend it. Um, hi. What else did I see the other day that I wanted to talk about, Chris, the producer? I don't remember. I feel name like we a movie. About it. Uh, Cruising with Al Pacino. Deadpool two. Did you what talk about? I, Deadpool I talked 2? about Deadpool yeah, two. That's what I'm saying. I think I he's... love Deadpool two. But uh, did I talk about? Is there anything else that I see? I seen Deadpool two. I saw Solo. I'm trying to think if I didn't give. All right, Jimmy's Jimmy's making love to his nuts. Yeah, I know he, that he sounds really weird. Is, yeah. But hey, guys, listen. That's what I will say. Deadpool 2, see it. I will say Incredible, oh, Incredibles 2, see it. Solo, well, no, I'm only kidding. I enjoyed it. Some people I'm gave so it a lot. I'm so sick of that fucking franchise. Dude, they're, 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 they're like, enough. They're, they're putting it on hold. Enough. like so Wookiee. <laughs> did you see they Jurassic do. World, Matt? I did not. And you know what? I really have no desire. I to. actually, I saw it. You've seen it. I, I enjoyed it. Well, it's not your it's movie fun. minute. No, I'm only sure. kidding, Christopher. There's Alps. I'm so me. It's fine. Tell me, did you enjoy it? I did actually really enjoy it. But it kind of yeah. looks like the same old shit, though. They, which they, I understand. It I, I don't is, know. but they did it in a way that is, it, it really refreshed it. It I has. It was a good well, I'll tell you where there's a thumbs up. Which movie there. do you mean now? Jurassic World. Yeah, well, I, I've heard mixed reviews. I heard it wasn't it's called? that great. Jurassic World? Jurassic World. You got World. a little something in your nose there. No, I'm good. I heard that it was not that great. That the dinosaurs look good. But the actual movie itself is not great. It. Jimmy's got a, a, a tissue in his <laughs> Why nose. Why are you going to tell the audience? Break, like break the wall. I'm I know when Jimmy wants this thing to end. Listen, <laughs> back to Jurassic World. <laughs> back to Jurassic World. Oh, now. It has Jeff Goldblum. Yes. So I didn't see it. But that's what I think of God. Listen to me. God bless Jeff Goldblum. Thor Ragnarok. I know I'm going all over with my movie picks, but Thor Ragnarok. Jeff Goldblum was in there, and oh man, was he! Just, did you see Thor Ragnarok? That I did not see. That. Well, maybe you should. Okay, maybe you. Yeah, should. Yeah, no, I like Jeff Goldblum too. All right, guys, listen, I had fun. I'm not going away next week. Am I going away next week? So, well, what let, am I going away? Well, let me say this. So, I was gonna throw gonna out a, a, a little bit of news, but, but oh, we'll, throw we, some news out, and then what, okay, and then we'll clear and then up the we'll schedule. Find out when I'm leaving. Uh, Rashad Evans announced that he is retiring, retiring from MMA. Five straight losses, right? We yeah. love Rashad, but so you don't want to see him get really hurt. Yeah, he fin- he finishes nineteen eight and one in his career. 
former champion, former well, tough winner. Listen, he be, listen, tough winner, tough champ, uh, tough winner, um, UFC champ. Yep. That guy could definitely uh, hold his head up high. You know what I mean? Uh, big, big, you know, big fan. I like Rashad. I, I, I did some um, analyst work with him one time on uh, on what, the Fox thing that that time. We had really nice guy. We had a gig together, and we we had a, we had a, we had a fun time. And ever since then, when I see him, we're very cool. So. Big props to Rashad Evans. Yep, I remember watching him because I was uh, cornering Lou Cuomo in the uh, the finals of the Ultimate Fighter two, and he was in there with Brad Imes, I believe something. Yeah, like that. who's way bigger guy than was him. a yeah. gigantic dude, and I remember him beating him, and it was just a re- it was so awesome to watch. And uh, I remember seeing him backstage congratulating him, and he was a nice, humble guy. And uh, I want to see what's next for him, man. I can see that guy in the movies or something. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know what he. I don't, does he have any? They say what's the next chapter of his life is going to be about? Uh, no, no. I mean, he's just retiring. I mean, he he has done the analyst work, like you said. He, he has done a little acting, yeah. so maybe he's going to get into a little bit of that. Probably, co- you know, still well, train, coach, maybe. Best I mean. of luck, Rashad. If you ever in New York, come in the studio with us. Yeah, you. anytime. We love Rashad. What else we got? That's it. I mean. Uh, Am I going to see Matt on Monday or no? Yeah, so... What am I... Oh, I'm leaving Tuesday? Yeah, so next week... Dude, I got to do a speech for this thing, huh? This this Hall of Fame thing? Should I wing that thing? They go, oh, it was a teleprompter. I don't know if I'm... I think I'm here Monday. Thing. I'll Jimmy, let you know. could you talk to me? I need you. I know. I'll help nervous. you. What am I going to do in front of the crowd? Are Ladies gonna... and gentlemen, you put both hands... Here's what you do. You start off and you put both hands on the podium after you go, Ladies and gentlemen... I don't know what to do. Here I am, a boy from Long Island. <laughs> yeah, but I can't. Am I going to break into well, How long it's do I have to talk for? 17, 18 minutes. Right? Make like a Mr. T at fucking WWE. Hey, everybody. Oh, my mic went out. There you go. Oh. Hey, just your head. What am I going to do? Huh, Jimmy? You're going to talk to me up, about a speech? Open up with a joke. Yeah, hey, everybody. You like my suit? Huh? It's a big deal if I'm wearing a suit. I don't normally wear sleeves, and I'm wearing a most of my shirts. They don't. I don't even warm her up. No, guys, no. It's my. It's my moment. It's nah. my moment. It's my. Nah, you go up there and go, guys. I'm a little tired. I was ripping Camoras, and they'll go, what? <laughs> thank, thank you so much for coming. I'm so honored. I flew here from Long Island. Boy, are my arms. My arms are tired from flying from Long Island. I was like a bird. <laughs> I would enjoy that. <coughs> I'm lightheaded, Jimmy. Well, let me say. So, yes. Yeah, so, you're going to have your talk. speech. You're going to be in the Hall of Fame Thursday, July uh, 5th. Yep. That's when you go to the Hall of Fame. What did you say? You're going to go into the Hall of Fame Thursday, July 5th. That's the night. No, stop it. Um, but we Everybody are, stop it. Our regular episode comes out Tuesday. Thursday's episode is actually going to be coming out on Friday. Don't it about me being uh, in the Hall yeah. of Fame. Stop it. Get your hand off that button, Jimmy. Jimmy, <laughs> I'd, get I'd, your hand off that. Hold on. Jimmy, get your hand off. I'd rather not mention it. Jimmy! I'm not going into the Hall of Jimmy, Fame. Jimmy, stop no. talking about me being no. in the Hall of Fame no. and clapping the applause button. If I'm not in the Hall of Fame, uh, we don't talk about it. That's I, how it is. Wait, are you going to go? One and one for all. Jimmy, you going to go? I'm going to go if they induct me for something. You're not going to be inducted in nothing. They must induct me for something. You'll give me confidence. Longo is going to introduce me. I'll get him right out. You want to introduce me instead? No, see, so you, have, you have a bigger Instagram. I'm oh, wait, are we on air still? Yeah. All right, listen, let's end this. You know, I got Longo introducing me. But, Jimmy, I, I would love for you to be there. Krista would do so. I already got my I speech I want you there, planned. too, but it's very unlike. Are you there? Thank you. I'm going to be there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, because we we're got we doing a live show Friday. What do you mean I can't introduce from you? Vegas. I, got, I got a speech planned. You're bringing your, your better half? Well, she's coming. Don't here. get in trouble out there. No, oh, you no. are good. Yes. My you're, you're friend, newlywed. Matt. Has taught me 
What? That winning can always be achieved through hard work and through believing. <laughs> Hold on. Matt once said, Ew. Oh, I almost shit my pants. Dude, you gotta get shit yourself. I tried to fart and I almost shit my pants. <laughs> Are you gonna plug something? Because you, you look so your ass. I, oh, Jimmy, that, you panicked. I almost shit my pants. I saw you clench. I, I almost it. shit my pants. Oh my god! A little bubble came out. Like, here's what happened. I know what happens. A little, a little shit bubble came out. And went hello, and I went back in. It was like Ethel Merman prairie dogging. Hello, there's no bears, and then she ducked back in. <laughs> All right, guys, listen, we love Matt Serra, we love Max Holloway, and thank you to the great Brian Ortega, of course, an amazing fight. We're going to see you guys on, on uh, Tuesday, we'll talk to you, and then we'll pick our, do our picks and do all that shiznit. But uh, until then, thank you guys very much, great episode of Unfiltered, goodbye. Bye. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.